Hello, here I'm back with Tiffany Beverlin. Um, this is her uh, second time, I believe, her third? Or, uh, I'm not sure, but um, <laughs> it's wonderful to talk to her again. Um, um, well, if you haven't listened to the first one, uh, she's a divorce expert. Um, uh, she does a lot of other stuff, too, so I'll let her just kind of give you a brief summary of that. Hi, Brandon. Thank you for having me again. I love doing your podcast and um, appreciate you having me on again. Yes, I do many, many things, too many things. I am the CEO of dreamsrecycle.com, which is a divorce website, which helps divorcees through their difficult um, times and encourages them to move on in a positive, happy fashion. We also sell items from people's divorces. Um, which people th always think is funny, but obviously makes complete sense because what do you do with those things? And I'm also a blogger for Huffington Post, Thrive Global, She Savvy on Mogul, and um, I'm an author of the book My Dreams Recycled, which <laughs> chronicles my journey after divorce to become a CEO of my own company. Mm -hmm. and, and, I'm, and I have three kids and a dog. And a dog, that's a lot. <laughs> That's um, a lot. <laughs> so, like, um, is there is the second book coming out? When is that? When is that? Is that, is that in the works or what is? Yeah. Well, it's exciting. So we have we actually have a couple books. So we have um, the book that um, came out last year is or at the beginning of this year actually is My Dreams Recycled, and that um, tells how I actually personally recycled my life after divorce and found happiness again. And it's positive and it's funny and it's uh, interesting. Well, if you're into that kind of thing. And uh, the second book in that series actually will be out next January. Um, and so you can look for that and we'll do some kind of bundle package where you get, you know, two of them somehow. But uh, more exciting and the book we have coming out next actually is a compilation book, uh, which is called Inspiring Stories of Dreams Recycled After Divorce where we went out to our divorce community and we gathered these amazing stories from these other amazing divorcees, men and women, who all recycled their lives in different ways. And um, it's just a really interesting read because everybody has a story. My story might be like one extreme or the other, but you know, everyone after divorce has to recycle their life one way or another. And, and they're inspiring stories because they're just regular people who did some mundane things, some extraordinary things, some funny things, interesting things. But it makes you realize that life after divorce really is not the end of everything. It really is the beginning of everything. And so it's a very hopeful, positive story. And we hope our divorce community likes it as well as they like the first one. Oh, that, that's, that's an interesting concept to for a book. It's like those short stories and um, kind of a, uh, uh, one book. Yeah, because everyone has a different, you know, we feel like, you know, they're from divorces just like you. So hopefully everyone can find a one person or a couple people or a handful of people in the book whose stories really relate to them and they can get a lot from it. So that's our hope. And uh, is there anything else going on? Is there any kind of, I don't know, T-shirts? I don't know. what, what <laughs> Going to the fashion industry, that's... No, no, but we actually do have merchandise on our Shopify store. Now you mention it, Brandon. Yeah, we have um, T-shirts and bags and pillows and funny stuff. 
that say like, I survived my divorce, what's your superpower? Or uh, the the, uh, sourest of lemons make the sweetest lemonade, which is kind of our little thing about divorce because no matter how bad it is, anyone can really make it as amazing as they want to. So yeah, but we're always up to something. You have to keep a close eye on us. Uh And uh, so you talk to so many people, of course, uh, she has a podcast now, just to let y'all know. Um, just search <laughs> Dreams Recycled on uh, on iTunes and you will find it. Um, listen to a couple of those. Those are pretty good. Uh, the, 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 uh, go listen to those if you want to kind of get expert opinions and what, whatever else she may put on there later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they, uh, I mean, similar to the compilation book, we interview lots and lots of people from all walks of life who... Um, after their divorce found new and unique ways to recycle their life and we hope it inspires people to use it as a stepping stone to greatness not as a excuse to give up on life so you've spoken to so many so many people that have gone through divorce and of course dating and stuff so what is like the best kind of or amazing story that you've ever heard wow I've had a lot of stories. I mean, people, I really, really love that now I've been doing it four years. So in the four years, I, I, I spoke to six, over 6,000 divorcees now. So now we're getting to the point that a lot of the divorcees I spoke to in years one and two, who maybe were depressed and sad and thought they would never, never love again, <laughs> never date again. They vowed never to do anything, never to get married, never to go near another man or woman or whatever. Because they're, you know, so heartbroken at the beginning, who then come back to me, you know, in the last few months or this year and are like, you're never going to guess what, but I'm getting remarried or I'm having a baby or I'm whatever it is, or I started a company or whatever it is. And it, it's just a testament to um, the human spirit that as much as we don't like change, we actually can do it and we can do it very, very well when we put our mind to it. Mm-hmm. And... Uh... Aren't you going through that yourself? I'm not sure. Uh, uh, Yay! Yes, I am getting remarried. And I was one of those people, too, who was like, never, ever, 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 ever will I get remarried. And what what, what changed your mind? Is that... Um, I think it's a process, right? So divorce has, you know, the stages of grief, the same as if, you know, any kind of loss. So you go through the anger, the acceptance, the... Um, the kind of getting to the point where you can forgive and let go and move on and time heals all it's such a cliche but it's so true you know so the farther you get from your divorce the more optimistic you become and uh sorry and i guess when the time is right and you're in a good frame of mind and you've kind of worked on yourself a little bit and found a happy place within yourself i think is kind of a key for a lot of this is um you know you naturally kind of will start to attract much better people and people who are better fit for you and that's basically what happened to me i met my now fiance on linkedin what (laughs) i met my now fiance on linkedin on on linkedin yes i was expecting much more something else i don't know some (laughs) new website that came out i don't know what divorces.com no 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 i met him on linkedin he 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 also has a startup 
um, different industry. He does software and he and I started talking about apps and business. And, and you know, I think the kind of weird thing is all the things that people say that when it's right, it's right. It's you hear them barking, don't you? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, they'll be quiet in a minute. But they'll, t- they'll tucker themselves out. But, uh, yeah, two dogs for me. So Very cute. I have one. Yeah. That's enough. One's good. Uh-huh. They're, they're a handful. They're, but they always excited. But um, LinkedIn, what, what, how does that happen? You know, that's not well, somewhere I- you go for... Not really, no, it shouldn't be. It's a professional website. But um, as I say to everyone, you know, it, LinkedIn is no different than any other work environment. You were, you were, you know, dealing with customers, clients, advertisers, bloggers, whoever I'm dealing with to do with Dreams Recycled. And in the process, you come across, you know, other people in the peripheral kind of zone. And that's where he was. And he and I connected and he was not a weird lechy person who on LinkedIn is sending horrible pictures through there, which some people do. And we just started talking on a business level and, and we just got along really well. And he said, I'm going to come meet you. And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know, because he lives in California and I live in Florida. So. Okay, okay. Like, what was the whole process? <laughs> I need to know because I don't know if you've told this to anyone. Oh. What was the so. steps? What was well, the steps? Yeah, well, we just started talking, you know, we're just normal people. So we just started talking about work and apps and um, web design and things like that. And then um, he he, uh, he asked me if I want to talk on, talk on the phone and we talked and we just got really well. And we had that kind of weird conversation where you have a lot of instant connections. So he kind of went, well, I've, I'm divorced. I've been divorced uh, no, I was married 16 years, and I said, oh, so was I, <laughs> and he's like, I have three kids, and I'm like, so do I, <laughs> and um, kind of went on like that, and we just had a lot of commonalities, which I think in any relationship can be a good thing, you know, you have things to relate to, to talk about, and um, and he kind of said, well, do you want to, um, do you want to uh, meet, or FaceTime or whatever and I was like mm, that's not going to end well <laughs> and I took the chance and I started talking to him and we started FaceTiming and um, a few days later he was like I'm going to come visit you and I was like I don't know about this it's going to be a really weird long distance relationship and he was like no 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 have some faith which is not my thing by the way <laughs> and so that's what happened and he showed up and it was like just instant and that was it and we're happy and it's great and I have to tell everyone out there that um, I was giving an interview the other day and I told the story everyone else in my entire life I've ever been with or dated it was always work everything felt like work that constant feeling that you're trying to fit like a round peg in a square hole and you're always aware that something's not quite right but you don't know what it is and you know being optimist by nature you kind of sweep it under the rug <laughs> and then you get into these relationships with people and then when you break up with them or you you divorce them all the things that you thought become huge and you're like oh I should have known you get so frustrated with yourself right you go oh I should have known I saw that at the beginning I saw that this that or the other or whatever I saw that we weren't a good fit but I ignored it 
And so with my fiancé now, uh, I would advise anyone listening, wait for this, however long it takes, because it's worth waiting for. Um, it's no work at all. And he lives for, you know, I don't know how many miles, I'm going to guess, 3,000 miles away, I don't know where. <laughs> and, um, and it's no work at all. We just make it work. Because when you really have that kind of connection and that commitment, then things that can be very hard become very easy. And that's what you should work. That you should wait for. Love should not be hard. It should not be a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's amazing because it's like um, I would have imagined. You know, you went through divorces.com or something like that. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. That's, that's interesting. I mean, that, that that's really. And I don't know, like, I couldn't imagine someone from 3,000 miles away just coming and say, hey, I'm going to visit you now. Uh, that's very strange. I don't know how to explain it. Stalker. Are you trying to say he's a little bit of a stalker? Uh, yeah, he's probably, <laughs> I don't know. That, that, that's just strange no, to me. No, like that, you're, you're basically <laughs> traveling halfway around the world to meet someone. That's... No, but I think it, it's just a testament to how right it is, right? You know, like we all kind of date people here and there. You casually date people who go on dates. You like go, oh, okay, I'll go out again with you because you whatever. Uh, but um, but when you really find somebody that you really connect with multiple levels, then you then I think you do. You'll go to the ends of the earth for them. I mean, isn't that what everyone wants? Uh huh. <laughs> that's, that's that's so true because you know you just want people to come to you or you know go through difficult tasks. You know, sometimes it's, uh, you know, trying to, it's a mental game sometimes, but, um, when, like, how did you know he was the one, or whatever they say nowadays? Uh, I think I just knew, like I said, this kind of consistency that he was consistent in everything he did, and he was trustworthy, and kind, and caring, and all the things that I look for, and he's a man of character, and and the things that I really am attracted to and it was consistent it wasn't like an act it didn't go away you know one day turned into a week turned into three weeks turned into four months turned into whatever and it was just consistently the same he consistently treated me amazingly he consistently you know showed all the things that I like kindness compassion thought romance whatever it was and he's great at all of that. I'm very lucky, and um, and he and he's very easygoing. You know, there's not there's no touch worth, There's no drama, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, even so that he's allowed us to do this uh, thing on LinkedIn where we're letting LinkedIn decide all our wedding plans. Ooh, that's like oh, so decide everything? Is that or, or is it like option based? Well, it's option-based because we try to figure out an easy way to do it on LinkedIn because LinkedIn doesn't have a lot of, like, parameters that you can do other stuff. So every week we uh, we post an A or a B. So it's like this color scheme. Originally it was like a lilac color scheme or a um, turquoise and white color scheme. And then the next week it was a certain kind of bouquet or a different kind of bouquet. And then we did desserts, donut tower or ice cream bar. And it's been kind of fun. And people have been, you know, interacting with it and having fun with it. And we hope that it gives people hope that they don't give up, that they realize that, you know, there is life after love. There's actually even better love. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's very interesting that you're doing that. That's like, uh, 
you decide for me. You choose whether it's this one or that one. Uh, do you feel like the planning is less because of that? Actually, I said that to somebody the other day. I said, I think it's the best idea ever because really, I mean, you get overwhelmed with all of it. And we both had big weddings the first time around. We both didn't enjoy them. It was a lot of money, a lot of stress. Like you're trying to please everyone but yourselves. And so this this time around, you know, it's different. Our relationship is not based on, you know, what kind of dress I have or the cake we have or whatever. We're going to have an amazing time, whatever we do. We're inviting, you know, all our favorite people between us. And we're just going to have a really, really good fun time. And so letting the people from LinkedIn participate and be part of that process is actually really fun. And it is. It definitely cuts down on the choices and it makes it really easy. I haven't had any stress over it whatsoever. So um, we're going to continue that and we're going to broadcast it live on Apple TV and Amazon when we get married so people can tune in and watch. Wait, <laughs> well, it's going to be live. Well, actually, won't be, that's not true. It won't be live stream. It'll be recorded and then broadcast. Oh, okay. Apple and Amazon because it'll have to be edited because it'll be like a whole day thing. I was like, wow, you, people are just gonna watch the whole wedding. Like that's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what made you want to film it? That's not well, we well, probably film it anyway. Well, you know, like most people have a videographer, and the same thing. We just really want to give people hope. We want people to tune in and be like. Oh my God, like that's what you want. That's what you wait for. This is why, you know, none of us should be in these relationships or these situations, whether it's, you know, abusive relationship, unhappy relationship, unhealthy relationship, um, because there are, you know, 7 billion people on this planet. And there's no reason that two people should be living together and be, you know, totally miserable. We only have 75 80 i don't know years on this planet why do we have to live in misery and so we just we just want it to really show that there is you know something better out there and we hope people like it and relate to it and and they can be a little part of our special day mm -hmm. that, that, that's going to be interesting to see everyone really it's all about like uh getting into someone's personal space i don't know how to say it yeah um, yeah, yeah i mean like you just want to know things about people you know you want to know what do you think about this what do you think about that um, that's always a huge thing that everyone wants to know about it's it's your personality you know mm -hmm. so, someone can see you on television or this and that but um you know you get very short clips you can get very not enough of you, you know? Yeah. Well, and we'll probably, you know, as we get closer to the wedding, once we've made all the choices, we probably will start posting some other shorter videos of, you know, us trying on, well, not us, because he won't be me trying on dresses or, you know, eating cake, which will be my thing. Like, who doesn't want to go and eat 4,000 cakes? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and stuff like that. And, you know, try and build up... Um, people's anticipation and and hopefully bring them a little bit of joy in the process also and you're vlogging this whole process throughout the or is it is it going to be yeah. YouTube? yeah we're going to vlog it on youtube and um and maybe some of it on linkedin live stream as soon as i get it i don't have it yet they need to oh, fix that that's interesting that they implemented that is that for certain people like is that it's role well i'm not a linkedin spokesman but from what i can tell and what other people have said on there 
um, they're rolling it out in phases. So some people already have it, some people don't have it, I don't have it, but eventually they say everyone's going to have it. So hopefully we'll have it before the end of the year and I can start doing one minute kind of videos of whatever we're up to that week and to go along with the wedding choices and that would be fun. Yeah, that, that's interesting. That wow. See, everyone's implementing live streams, so it's, that's great. I always think that's a great idea to do. Yeah, well, it is good. I mean, I just, unfortunately, there will always be the few people who ruin it for everyone else who should not be live streaming on <laughs> LinkedIn. But, um, but overall, I think it's a good thing. And it's the way that all marketing is going, video content. That's what everybody wants. Yes, that, that is true. Uh, it's, it's changing slowly mm -hmm. and surely. Um, you'll see TV go away. Or, well, TV will go on the internet and then the, it'll just be internet TV. I don't know how to explain it. Um, yeah, well, I just, I just read, and I told my kids, they were so excited. So I just read um, a company called Movie Pass is doing 9.95 unlimited movies at the movie theater. Mm -hmm. I've seen, uh, I've actually had the pleasure of using it. It's not, uh, uh, is it not good? Tell me. It works, it works well. Um, I think the, 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 the whole thing about that is, uh, you can't wipe out industries like that. I mean, I mean the experience of going to the movies, of, uh, seeing it in the lives in there and, uh, but getting it straight to your home and paying a flat fee is great. I think that's where people want to do, but not everyone has a home theater. Um, you know, mm. that, the experience is really why you go to the theaters. I mean, uh, what is next? Next weekend, I'm going to see the McGregor-Mayweather fight um, in theaters because that's how I uh -huh. get to see, you know, yeah. experience. It's, it's a better experience, but um, the passing is pretty cool. I mean, like, who wouldn't want to? You know, sometimes you don't want to go to movies. I mean... You don't want to, you know, you just want like 10 seconds, you know, $1 popcorn now instead of five. That's interesting uh, aspect. I've seen so many. I think Netflix and all that stuff is shifting the industry and you're going to see a, a slow shift. Uh, TV's not going to go away, like the type of cable uh, channels. There's always going to be those. I mean, my news channels, I don't I don't watch CNN. I don't watch Fox. I watch Philip DeFranco. He's a very good YouTuber. Uh, that I, I really admire. He's making his own news channel. Uh, Casey Neistat's also another one who's making his own news channel. I mean, I watch all my stuff on YouTube. Uh, that's the interesting aspect of how it's shifting towards that. Uh, oh, and your generation and the ones below you, I mean, even more so. I mean, I used to have, um, I can't even remember them, Nickelodeon, Disney channels, all that on the TV for the kids. And I don't think my children have turned on a TV in like four years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cables, cable. Netflix, YouTube. Mm -hmm. It's all about you. I mean, YouTube for me is a huge, huge part. Of, like anytime, I, I don't watch TV. Maybe movies, but I don't have mm -hmm. DVDs. I download all my stuff online. Like that. That's really what people. Uh, it's scaring people. It's all my music's online. I don't have any CDs. Like if you look around here, there's no CDs. There's no. Uh, I bet you don't have any of those things. My children call the flat black things. Which would be a vinyl disc. Yes, but I have no idea what those are. I look at those and I'm like, wow, this is, you know, such old fashioned. Where do you store all this stuff? Oh, it has to be here. But um, every time I see like, how everything is changing, it's slow, but you're going to see something 
cool. I mean, I've seen some cool stuff, but it's like when you're on the cutting edge, I mean, 8K, 9K, 12K, 14K, I mean, it's going to feel like you're right in front of me in a few, like 10, 15 years. It's going to feel like the resolution and everything like that. And live stream is a huge thing. I mean, most people don't live stream because they don't have a great connection. Right. But once that connection, you know, gets up there and you know, stop having cut calls or like where my voice doesn't sound like it, I'm right there, where it sounds difficult or, uh, you know, when a call just cuts off randomly, uh, you'll see that go away. Uh, once that happens, um, TV is going to move. And now anyone could do it. There's no barrier to entry. Well, no, and that's a great thing, right? I mean, I think it has leveled the playing field. I feel like, you know, like we can put our wedding on Amazon and Apple and it's going to show in 196 countries, which if you think about that is insane. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Who are we? We're not, you know. Um, but it's. I think it's a good thing because I think it highlights a lot, you know, a lot more people who you wouldn't necessarily just with television get a uh, chance to see their point of view or their lives or their culture or whatever it is and so hopefully it's going to make us more informed and enlightened and better as we go along that's my hope anyway yeah that's that's interesting because you're seeing different types of media i mean podcasting is one of these i mean so mm -hmm. many different pockets and good podcasters and so many different types of podcasts i mean you go down the top 100 list, you got people like you know, Joe Rogan to Tim Ferriss to uh, what's his name? Gary Vee. You, got, you, got, you just keep going down the list and you see what's popular and what's not popular. Uh, and that normal people can get up on that list. I've seen like you know people that start from nothing, like uh, one subscriber or two or something. And they end up getting you know millions of downloads of, and people are listening to them and they're influencing a huge part of, of every generation. I mean, if you if you you know explain to someone that oh my dad it took him a while to I said this is a podcast. Do you know what a podcast is? He was like oh and I had to explain it's like a radio show except not a radio show. And he's like what do you mean? It's either a radio show or it's not a radio show. You know he, he and then he you know he finds I think he probably listens to one or two. I'm not sure. Um, but it's always just, you know, showing someone that this is a new thing that came out, and there's many in the technology area. It's going so fast. I I can't keep up with everything. I'm looking at iPhone composites of the next one. I'm looking at like stuff that doesn't hasn't like it's it's interesting. I mean, one of my favorite channels, Unbox Therapy, he just unboxes stuff. That's literally all he does. It, it's such a uh, because you get the experience of being there. I mean, esports, uh, gaming is a sport now. It's going to be in the Olympics in 2020 or 2024. So, Are you serious? Mm -hmm. That's Don't uh, my children that. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you know, once once you know, I did. You know, you can make a living off of just gaming and sharing your gaming experience. Wow, that's that's something that I never thought would happen as a kid. Right. Because, you know, back then it was just you have your four friends around, play video games and whatever. Uh, well, and the one that, like, blows my mind, because my daughter watches this all the time, is all the all the people that on Instagram and YouTube who do slime videos. Mm -hmm. 
I've seen those. those are... And they have like millions of subscribers and followers, and that's all they do. You just see their hands pulling the slime right back and burying things. <laughs> There's there's a lot of genres. That's the uh, makeup tutorials. I've seen like what is that? There's makeup tutorials. Like this is really a thing, uh, but, but, and that's a that's a really good. Some of those well, those girls, including my daughter, do makeup better than I do, and they're like four. So <laughs> I don't know what they're doing, but yeah. <laughs> good for them. And they they and then some people just like looking through someone's eyes or vlogs. Vlogs are huge. I mean, yeah. Sometimes it's just so interesting to be living someone else's life i believe that's why we do it um, yeah. you live vicariously through other people oh. and also and i guess the only sad thing is that i do think about this sometimes is it stops people living their own life because they're watching other people watching their lives mm. but i believe that the reason why we think that is because you're it's really a if you think of social media any anything it's mm. all a tool and what you decide to do with the tool is totally up to you. You can use it, you know, I always eat, like using this analogy. You can either uh, build a house with a hammer or you can smack someone in the face with it. But it's your decision um, how to use it. And some people use it differently than you would ever think. Um, okay. And what you think is popular is not popular. What It shifts all the time. But everyone's going to see that that's where everyone's going and slowly and surely you'll see everyone move towards that um, i hope it happens soon because you know that's that's what i think is going to happen but never know yeah it's ever evolving like everything else and like you said i mean if you can't keep up with the tech we certainly can't keep up with the tech i mean it's don't you find it exhausting that there's so much new stuff coming out i mean i um I just feel I just find that um, for me personally with my business and everything we try and do it's hard to keep up with it but there's also so much to it as we just said you know the people kind of in my space it's like everyone has to have a podcast and have a book and have a blog and have you know social media and whatever it is and it's just a massive undertaking besides the fact that I'm running a company helping divorcees and talking to divorcees and that kind of thing. It's like now there are so many layers to business that if you want to be branded as a certain way, you really kind of have to have your foot in almost every door, which is definitely exhausting, can be. Mm -hmm. uh, but I also think you don't need to put your foot in every door. You need to focus on the one door that you're in because that door, say you have an Instagram and then you have a YouTube um, <laughs> Which one are you going to focus? Are you going to split your time in between those? Like, um, it's always a, a kind of a task, you know. Going into new platforms is good and all, but if you're doing too many, that's not going to work. I mean, you put your foot in the door and then you never do anything with that. It just, I think you need to focus. A lot of people need to focus on either one type of aspect or be consistent. Consistency is like the hugest thing with it. when it comes to anything. I mean, like if you work out every day, or work out, you know, have a plan five days a week. This the next week I'll do five days. Or just like anything, you need to keep putting out content. And once that content reaches people, uh, you'll see an exponential growth eventually. I mean, it's slow. It can be slow sometimes, but sometimes it's like what? It's like uh, you know, it just it changes time to time. Yeah, no, that's good advice. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, consistency is king, especially in marketing. You have to be consistent in your branding, consistent in your messaging, and you have to post consistently. 
and um, and you know that's how you build a following, build whatever. And uh, we're working very hard to do that in multiple areas. So, and I know you are too. So. All right. Well, thank you, Tiffany. It was nice to talk to you again. Um, and uh, check out dreamsrecycle.com. Uh, Dreams Recycled on iTunes or yeah, on podcast app. Uh, and uh, I believe that's it. I'm not sure. Yeah, Dreams Recycled everywhere. everywhere. Every yes, yes. Just type it on Google. You'll find everything. And... <laughs> Perfect. All right. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Thank you for uh, being on again. It was wonderful talking to you again. You too. Thanks, Brandon. Right. Bye.